Tonight's episode of Legacy Battle is brought to you by Atlas Benefits. Atlas Benefits has solutions for your insurance needs. Atlas Benefits can help you obtain Medicare, health, or life insurance, and employee benefits. You can find them on the web at www.atlasbenefits.com. Or you can contact Rob Ducey or Roy Smith at 727-600-2892 and mention Legacy Battle Podcast. Atlas Benefits has all the solutions for your insurance needs. Enjoy the show. Our special guest tonight is a member of one of the most famous families in wrestling history. Her father is a WWE Hall of Famer, the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Eric. Um, you can see her on SWE Fury and as well as her YouTube channel, which is Lacey VETV. She's a former TNA World Tag Team Champion. She's also held the WCPW Ladies Championship. So, ladies and gentlemen, Lacey Von Eric. All right, all right. Used to be a Kathy Von Eric. Um, so my dad decided just to die, and now she's by herself and lonely. So good job, Daddy. I love you guys. Well, wel welcome aboard. Th thank you for coming on. I know. It's so well, uh, okay, Lacey. Um, back in 2009, the Von Eric family as a whole was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame uh, during WrestleMania. Uh, so what did that induction mean to you? Well, it actually, so at the time, it meant a lot. Like, we were so excited. Well, my sister and I were excited, but we were also like, great, they're stirring up a bunch of... Yes, they do. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, they're stirring up a bunch of, um, obviously, bad memories and bad things when it comes to the family. So... When I became part of wrestling, it was a it was a sore subject for the family. They were like, I was like, I think I might be a pro wrestler because Vince McMahon called me out of the blue and said, Lacey, do you want to be a diva? And I'm like, our family doesn't even watch wrestling. This is a sore subject. And aren't those girls like really big and crazy? No, they were smaller than me and cuter than me. So it's very different than I... I remember, because Scary Sherry and Naughty Natalie used to babysit me, it did not look anything like the girls look today. So, anyway, when they said we're going to the Hall of Fame, I was already immersed in the business, so I get it. But my family then had to be brought on and see wrestling again. And it was something that they didn't watch, we didn't look at. 
everyone had died, everyone had committed suicide or drug overdoses because of this business. It's not something that. So, anyway, um, we go, and my sister's sitting there. My uncle goes to get the award for it, right? Or not the award, but the honor. He's going up there for us. So we're there with my uncle Kevin and with my cousin Ross and Marshall and Jill and Kristen and Aunt Pam and my mom and me and my sister Holly. We're all there. Uncle Kevin goes, yep, and I want to thank my kids and like says all the kids and my beautiful nothing about, nothing about me and my sister who my dad, by the way, was the only Von Eric that was in WWF. At the time, at the, yeah, right. When it was WWF, doesn't say it. My sister cries. I'm like, it's okay. It was because of me. It was because of the politics of me leaving them to go be with my husband. He lived out here in California, super hot. I moved out here to be with that guy. Hello. Yeah, they got really mad about that. So they told Uncle Kevin, don't mention Lacey Von Eric. My Uncle Kevin also was probably thinking like, you know, really Lacey Von Eric's just my niece, right? <laughs> She's just in your developmental, like, relax. That's how bad they are with anything outside their company. I mean, that's how you become in a monopoly that they are. It's a difficult process to become a monopoly. It's not something that everyone should do. It's something that they did. And so as much as becoming part of the Hall of Fame with WWE and everything was great, it was also more of a representation of this is what y'all are doing again. Like, really, like, you did it with Daddy. So right before Daddy died, they they kicked him out of WWF for whatever reason. And he ends up killing himself. And then they want to honor our family in the WWF. My dad's gone because they kicked him out. But then they won't let him mention his daughter at the same induction? Like, can you... I mean, wrap your head around that. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Paul, go ahead. Well, Lacey, your mom's there, so... Hey, Mom. And... um, I had, a, I had a good mother question for you. It's kind of a two-parter. I saw where you have two sons and a daughter, and I wondered if any of them were, were gravitating towards wrestling. And if they were, yeah. what motherly advice would you have from when you grew up in a wrestling family, and what did you learn from that you would pass on to them so they could kind of avoid some of the mistakes you may or may not have made? I don't know. Maybe you didn't make it. Well, I have two sons and a daughter. My mom just has me and my sister. So is the question for me or yeah, my mom? The question's for you because you have two sons and a daughter. But I, your mom's yeah. there to lean on in case you need her. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's for me. Okay, go ahead. You answer that. I know what I would say. All right, let's we'll do what Lacey says first, and then we'll see what you say, Mom, because moms are always right. Okay, well, personally, it would depend on the wrestling federation that they wanted to be a part of and what kind of position they wanted to be in. So, like, with SWE, I am now 
uh, a partial owner to the SWE, and I'm a host, so I'm not hurting my body and things like that. So, if in that perspective, I'd be like, hell yeah. But in the perspective of I'm going to actually put my body on the line for a while and da da da, it would depend on what they would get out of it, how much they would put on the line, if they are skilled enough to actually do it. Because at the beginning of this, I didn't know what I was doing. I had 13 plus concussions. Um, and so if I were to put my kid in that same position, I, that would be upsetting, but if they had the position of where they knew how not to get concussions, they knew not to drink it. Yeah. So, um, I know you started, uh, with TNA, um, in 2009 and you didn't win your first match. Um, it was actually within the first month, it looks like of, of being there. What, what did it mean to you to win that first match and, uh, win a first tag team title? Wait, what did you say? I said, what did, I said, it, mean? What did it mean to you to get oh, your first to win thing the and, belt? and win the belt? Yeah. Oh my God. That was the best. You know why it was the best? It's not just like, oh, yes, I won the belt on TNA. No. What was the best was like you weren't allowed to check it. So you had to carry it as carry-on. So every TSA that it went through the belt had to be like, what's going on? Not only did they pat you down and then bring it out, they're like, then all the TSA people that take pictures with you with it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was that was the most fun part about winning. <laughs> it really was. I so, mean, oh, go ahead. Yeah. You know wrestling. I mean, this is all for fun, right? This is entertainment. I mean, some wrestlers take this super serious. My family invented it, so I don't. <laughs> I just have fun whenever I can. <laughs> So you, you trained in the Tampa Bay area, which is where uh, we all live in the Tampa Bay area. So what was it like being an FCW? And, and was there somebody like in particular that, that really like helped your game? Like, you know, helped you? Obviously, Natty Nightheart helped my game. She had just stopped wrestling in Japan, then came on to WWE. And she uh, was my first ever wrestling match. So it was in this biker bar. Um, and because they just like threw us anywhere. They just put the ring in any bar or whatever. These guys didn't even give a crap. They were like, but we were behind them. So it would be great. And so we had this biker bar. So the first ever thing, I mean, you probably know this, but like slapping someone in wrestling there's no faking slapping, right? Right. So I was standing there, and uh, it was my first ever match with Natty, and she had taught me all she could, but no one teaches you how to stand there in front of a bunch of people and get slapped as hard as you can and then try to remember shit. That's not happening. <laughs> so <laughs> I was standing there, and then, Bam! I clenched my jaw, like she said, because she's like, several people have broken their jaw. If you don't, clench your jaw. And then she grabbed me and put me on the ropes. And I'm supposed to duck her clothesline. No. She grabbed me, put me on the ropes. Boom! In her clothesline. I was on the ground. Done. End of my... I was supposed to win. 
match over. That's my beginning of my life. That's what I remember from those days. Next question. Let's move on. <laughs> Which of your matches was the most fun? And who was your favorite lady to work with? My favorite match ever was the mud wrestling match with Elton Sky. I don't know if y'all remember that on TNA. It was like they gave us this ring. Like, well, it was a kitty book. But they put actual spa-grade mud in it to actually made your skin amazing. And so Velvet and I literally just played in it until I was on top of her. And I was like, I win. It was the greatest match. That was fun. Okay, what was the other question? Uh, who was your favorite lady to work with? Oh, definitely Velvet Sky, Madison Rain, and Angelina Love. Sorry, they're tied. Madison Rain could go. She was good. Yeah. I love her. Last time I saw her, though, like, they just, they changed so much. Like, literally, I'm not even kidding. I'm the exact same person. <laughs> And I see all of them, and they're so different. And I'm like, we, we were supposed to change, and no one told me. Well, no one would make me get into it just because Vince called me and had me do it. But if I have a wrestler that I love so much, other than my family, it would be my Uncle Jimbo, who was the ultimate warrior. Jim Helwig. Oh. Love you, Jim. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad when he passed because he literally was as equal to any other uh, uncles in my life. He was my dad's best friend, and I miss him. What's that? That, that Vince McMahon didn't contact you until you changed your last name to Von Eric? Is that oh, true? No, no, no. On MySpace one day, I just decided to change my username to Lacey Von Eric. And I got so many. It was back in the MySpace days. So this is how, this is dating me. Thanks, guys. Um, 
I got so many friend requests that I thought I had a virus on my computer because it was like thousands in a day. And so anyway, no, it was just so that he just found out about me because I had put that out. Like our family was literally hidden to the life of Vince McMahon because we have a different last name, different everything. Once I put that on, on MySpace, like Lacey Von Eric. That's how he found me, but I didn't legally change my name or anything. Okay. And then I understand that you're you're part of the Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Ventura County. Can you tell us about that and what, what you do? That's right. Big Brother Big Sisters has been a big part of my husband and I's life for 14 years. He's been on the board since we've known each other. Uh, it's an amazing organization helping adults mentor children who don't have anyone to really look up to or talk to or or anything so they ended up they end up looking to whatever's beside them their peers and who's out on the street and that's not always the best influence right so we are privileged enough to look around and almost anyone next to us is somebody that you want to look up to someone you want to talk to well that's not the case for a lot of young people, like tons of young people. So if you want to be a part, uh, sorry, I'm with a restaurant. I'm like, I see more people I would look up to, by the way. Yes, they are multimillionaires. I want to be them. See, not everyone has this. That's my big brother right there. No. But if you want to be able to be a part of a kid's life, it's literally once or twice a month. A commitment of less than two years, which hopefully you could do more than that. My husband was with an eight-year-old uh, his freshman year of college, and he ended up being a groomsman in our wedding. Um, and he still is big brother today, regardless of big brother, big sisters. Um, he helped him get into college. He helped him become the man he is today just by being a part of his life and just being somebody that he can look up to. It's a big deal. Yeah. So I, I believe in anyone, like if you just have the time, if you have one or two days a month to dedicate to another human, yeah. I mean, why not? It's fun. Take them to a movie. Take it. If you are a good influence, obviously, like if you're not, please just stay at home. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. You mentioned Ric Flair earlier. Um, I read that there was a, there was a, uh, brief, there was a brief period of time whenever you were his manager. Uh, can you explain what that was all about? Are you talking about? Oh Rick? my gosh! Talk to him. Yeah, I know. Fine. No, we were just FaceTiming. We were just FaceTiming with him. He's one of my. He's like a literally a family family friend. But oh, anyway, I went out to um, Australia to do the Hulkamania tour, and uh, they had these girls doing uh, like. Rest, like not wrestling um bikini contests and stuff so anyway i'm like i put on my american bikini and i go out and do the bikini this is our first night it's 10 days in australia we did Brisbane, perth melbourne and sydney in 10 days and so anyway i go out and i put on my american bikini and i get on stage and i win the contest and rick's like why are you doing that you should be with me. Like, you're a Von Eric. I'm Ric Flair. Like, let's shake things up because you're a heel. Because I was with the beautiful people at the time. And I was like, okay. So, 
I went with him, and I would go out with him with uh, when he was wrestling Hulk Hogan during that time. And he would do the match with Hogan, and I would F with both of them. So in one of the spots, Rick would grab me, pull me in front of him, push me in front of Hogan. I would bear hug Hogan um, when he was trying to punch him. And when he did that, he sliced my arm open. Wow. So that's when I bled everywhere, all over Hogan, like a water fountain, <laughs> by the way. My arm was like going... And so, um, anyway, and, and I couldn't stop there. That was at the beginning of the match. I had to go up on the second rope, and that's when uh, Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, had to pull off my clothes. I had, like, this little thing and all this lingerie underneath. Pull off my clothes, and I had to jump on top of Hogan and give him a headlock. And then we're down on the ground, both all bloody, and my arms bleeding all over Hogan. And, I, and um, anyway, then I ran backstage, and they didn't have a Band-Aid for me because the freaking... The ambulance was fake, and mommy saw it later, and I wasn't happy, but that's okay. <laughs> no, 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 I passed out once, so I got hit so bad on the ring that I was kind of blacking out, and then I passed out backstage. Sorry, oh, wow. mom. I never told my mom that. So great, you brought it up to my mom. No, I know now. Hey, yeah. that's the reason we're in this study. They were come out eventually. <laughs> Kevin, go ahead. Uh, what was it like being on Family Feud? Uh, oh, like sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> how, how was that? Um, <laughs> my God, seriously, that was a good one. By the way, anything they aired of me on that show was nothing compared to what I said. (laughs) They bleeped everything and cut and edited out. And like the the scene with me and the hot chocolate literally was nothing compared to what I said. Top 40 today, by the way. And those girls, the girls, like Angelina Love and Velvet Sky and Tara and everyone that was with me, Lisa Marie, that's a real name. They all looked at me like, what are you doing? Why are you talking like this? They wanted to take the game of Family Feud, like, seriously. And I'm like, I'm not taking anything serious. This is fun. Let's have fun. I'm not. 